listening to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Welcome to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale, the weekly radio talk show where we unwrap and reveal the secrets that successful people use, and you can too. Available at successunwrappedradio.com. This podcast is sponsored by GoToMeeting at gotomeeting.com. These days, whether you're in business or simply want to share something with friends and family, email and voicemail sometimes just aren't enough. That's why you should try GoToMeeting, an online meeting solution that will revolutionize how you communicate with your business associates, family, and friends. GoToMeeting makes it easy to provide training and share information. All you need is a PC, an internet connection, and a phone. You invite people to meet you online, they see your computer screen on their monitor, and best of all, you can meet as long as you want, as often as you need, for one flat rate. Try it yourself for free for 45 days. No credit card is required. Just go to gotomeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and type in the promo code PODCAST. That's gotomeeting.com, Try It Free button, promo code PODCAST. Try GoToMeeting free today. My special guest this week is sales and marketing expert Kevin Nations, known as the six-figure sales coach because he helps sales professionals and small business owners develop multiple six-figure income streams. He's the creator of The Profit System, a step-by-step plan for doubling a small business overnight. He's a certified guerrilla marketing coach, best known for his innovative strategies, but he's been able to increase his own profit and business effectiveness, not just through physical methods, but metaphysical as well, using the law of attraction. Kevin, thanks so much for being here today to give us a glimpse inside your success. Thanks so much, Heather, and thanks for inviting me. Now, I think a lot of what you teach your clients could be very useful to the listeners as well, but let's talk a little bit first about what's going on behind the scenes. Obviously, we all use the law of attraction, whether we know it or not, but when did you first become aware of it? Actually, it was not until this year. I had several situations which I became aware of it, and I give a lot of deference to the most recent movie, The Secret, for whether it has brought the law of attraction to the forefront or not, it's certainly increased the level of awareness. And as I have watched that movie a number of times, it not only made me creatively aware and proactively aware of some changes that I may or may not need to make, but also made me aware of some of the things that I was already doing and placed a greater level of awareness into some of the things I was already doing that were drawing successes into our business and made us do those on a conscious level versus a subconscious level. What was it about that movie in particular that hit home? One of the things that was very particular was about how the things that we think about and the things that we speak and just our our communication in every way, verbal, nonverbal, lifestyle, uh, areas of gratitude, and some of this is in addition, some of these are things that I have come to realize as a result of having watched that. But just how the verbal and nonverbal communications and the way that we carry ourselves really does to a great deal dictate the level of success or the level of enjoyment we'll have in the lives that we live. What were you already doing that you suddenly realized, oh, this is the law of attraction? One of the biggest things that's been a key element in my particular company, and and we're very much focused on profits. We have a system that is a step-by-step process to help people improve their profits. But to a great degree, one of the key fundamental elements of our business is that we, we just have fun doing what we do. 
And that's been something that I've never been apologetic for, but I've never realized on a proactive basis. I thought this is something that I'm going to do regardless of whether it is popular or not. And as I began to watch The Secret, I began to realize that not only were we able to be successful and have fun at the same time, but to a great degree, a lot of the energy that was created by our enjoyment of what we did was actually one of the reasons for some of the success that we had as well. That's a big key, and I think a lot of people miss out on that because they're thinking, I have to be serious, I have to work hard. What would you say to them to make them realize that it is okay to have fun during that pursuit? Well, one of the things that I say to a number of my clients when I'm making personal decisions and in just being transparent, because I don't really teach my clients how to be successful, that's something that they need to ascertain for themselves because they decide what success is for them. But I try to be transparent and show them what success is for me and then allow them to adapt those things that they feel that they can adapt and to have seen and then also to look at things that I do that they may choose not to and say, well, now I've been exposed to that. It's not a, it's not a way that I would like to go about attaining success. And one of the things that I share with my clients is why is it when you know, financial gain is supposed to bring happiness. Why would you take a path through unhappiness to get to happiness? I can't understand that. So for someone to uh, say, you know, I'm going to do this type of work, which really creates any type of active or passive, what I call unhappiness, stress or any type of negative reaction for someone to, to say, I'm going to experience this and allow myself to experience this so that I can have money and the end product of money is so that it can buy me happiness, I'm thinking probably they're going out of their way and going in the wrong direction. You said you tell them what success is to you. So what is it? Success is to me actually enjoying every day and providing extreme value to the world and being able through communication and through delivering value to the world to reap the results of that value and live a better life for myself. But Above and beyond all things, it, it really is for me enjoying every moment that I live it. I mean, I measure success not in the course of a lifetime, not in the course of a year, not in the course of a month. And I do have financial metrics. I do have uh, some non-financial metrics for that. But really, success for me is measured on a minute-by-minute basis. And if I'm not having success in the moment, how can I be on, on a path for success in some longer time of measurement? Does enjoying what you do mean loving the work, or does it mean taking time off for recreation? Both. I think that in order to love the work, that you have to feel like that the work is always something that you are not in prison to, that you're doing by choice. Even work that you enjoy, if you feel like you're doing it not by choice, becomes less than enjoyable. So I think that it's choosing a passion that you are comfortable when it when that you're you're doing it and something that you can integrate into your lifestyle, but also you can provide leverage enough, provide training enough, and that you will have freedom to do those things that are clearly not work at predetermined times or sometimes at completely random times. When I interviewed Joe Vitale, one of the first people I interviewed about the law of attraction, we were talking about how some people teach three steps, some people teach five steps. And he said, if you wanted to boil it down, there's really only one step, and that's to be happy. 
So if you could just be happy all the time, that you would always be attracting what you want. And it sounds like you already had that part down. So what else were you able to learn that has increased your profit since learning it? One of the things specific to the law of attraction, and I have uh, not necessarily four, four steps, but there are four things that, that I think that are really, really critical. Uh, one thing that came soon after that was a realization for me that my the work that I was now doing was my mission on this earth. And I'd always thought that, you know, I see all of the things that can be done philanthropically and socially in the earth and in the way that we can help people in other places. And I'd always thought that I would live a, a capitalistic life and acquire, you know, a great deal of financial resources to myself. And then at some point I would transition and begin to invest those resources into places in the world where they could do some good. And it was about five or six months ago that, that I was looking at some testimonial letters that one of my clients had sent to me. And it was their testimonial that they had accrued. Testimonials were sent to a client of mine. I set people up in, uh, in the seminar business, and I looked at the letters that had been sent to my client and how they had changed the lives of people. And I just began to run some numbers I place about four to five new people a month in the seminar business, and on average, they probably help anywhere from 100 to 500 people a year build significant incomes or significant life changes. And I'm thinking, you know, every month I'm helping from hundreds to thousands of people make a significant change in their lives. And I began to realize that what I was then doing was not only my capitalistic calling, if you'd say it you know, that way. It was not only the work that I was to be done, but I was providing a valuable mission in the earth. And I began to then be able to approach my work a lot more passionately and feel you know, a lot more connected to it in a way I'd never done before, because it then wasn't just about the pursuit or the exchange of monetary value, but it became something that I was more driven to do for the benefit it brought on the earth. Then you talk about attraction and it is about having fun, but there are three things that we actually teach internally within my company now. And one of those is to have fun. The second one is to make room. And the third one is to be grateful. And I think all of those can be summed up and be consistent with what Joe taught about being happy. First of all, have fun in what you do. If you find that in the midst of trying to pursue something, you're not having fun, you're probably pursuing it in an improper direction or with an improper amount of energy or passion. And the second one is make room. You have to have, if you're expecting to have some great deal or great measure of success, you have to make room in your life to have some place to receive that success. And I think that that's critical for people that they'll say they want a great deal of success, but they haven't made room for that at all in their lives. And finally, just an ever-present state of mind of gratitude. Uh, I really sometimes walk around like a six-year-old kid at some of the things that have happened recently in my life, and I'm still in awe of them as they happen, and it's just amazing, and I'm so incredibly grateful as they're happening. And that's not just a, a statement. It really is a daily experience for me that I'm, I'm grateful for what's happening. And I guess all of those are ingredients of what you'd say is my happiness, so to speak. Yeah, definitely that all fits in with what Joe and, and what the other experts teach as well. What are some of those things that you walk around going, wow, I can't believe it, I'm so grateful? One is just the, the degree that, you know, financially our company has grown tremendously. 
the success that we provide. You know, when we teach people about the seminar business specifically, that's been our greatest level of focus recently is helping people who have any talent in a specific area uh, whatsoever get into the workshop or coaching business. And when I see in just a short period of time, their results as they come back and, you know, see how they credit me and my teachings for those results, it's, it's really humbling. But at the same time, I'm thinking, wow, this is something that, you know, is talent that has been entrusted to me to share with people. And it really is, I understand the process. I understand that it works. I take full credit for the fact that it works. But at the same time, it's, it's uh, encouraging and humbling at the same time when you see, you know, the level of success that, you know, you, you teach someone for a couple of days and in less than, you know, three days later, they make, you know, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 that they would not have made, you know, had they not done some of your strategies and have them credit you with, you know, with that, le- bringing that leverage into, into their lives. It's just, it's incredible. And, you know, then non-monetary things just in relationships, I have two children and just my relationships with them. Sometimes I'll just have thoughts about, you know, certain things I'd like to see happen and, and see those relationships grow very, very strongly, put intention out into the world and see those things grow very, very strongly and never ceases to amaze me, both in the financial and the non-financial realm, how many things are brought into to my life and into my business and to the, you know, into the businesses of the people who are working with me, both formally and informally, when they just become grateful for you know, for what happens already in their life and also grateful for what's going to happen. Just having a set of what I call anticipatory gratefulness. I I think some people may call that faith, but just being grateful in advance for what's about to happen and and what you're willing to allow to happen is also awesome as well. Mm -hmm. What did that moment look like when you realized that you were doing your mission in life? What was that aha moment like? Well, it, it really changed the way that I went about my business because I think that I don't know how a number of other people think about their business, but for me, my business was always, you know, a temporary thing and that it was, you know, the purpose for my, my business existed to provide value and exchange value, but I didn't really see the depth of value that it brought into the world because I really looked at what happened firsthand. You know, I looked at what happened with my clients and I would see how it helped them which was, you know, it was incredible. I got feedback from them that they'd invested and they'd, they'd made money with what we had t- taught them to do. But the incredible transformation for me was when I began to see the power that what we were teaching to my clients was then giving to what I'll call the next generation of clients, you know, the next generation down the line. And many times uh, people, especially in the marketing business, are not so much in just a fulfillment role as in an empowering role. And if they want to take a more holistic view and, you know, is just about the time they really might be tempted to believe that what they're doing isn't making a difference. If they'll look beyond their clients and the difference of what they're doing is making in their clients' lives and look at the difference that what they're doing is making in the lives of the clients of their clients, that next generation, it's incredible the leverage that you can then begin to see of what's going on in the world and, and you begin to see that you are indeed really affecting massive change and it really makes getting up in the morning an exciting thing to do because you realize how much change you're making but it's something that you just feel compelled to do because you know how much how much change is being brought about as a result of your getting up and doing what it is that you do. 
Okay, so you had a successful business with successful clients before you learned about the law of attraction, and now you have a more successful business with more successful clients. But how much more? How much has that success grown? Well, immediately, and this I can't say that this was a result of that, but we, we primarily work exclusively by referral in my primary area of business. And in the last year, we've raised our, our fees more than 50% and have a greater number of people that are pursuing us to do business than, than we had prior to, you know, at, at our old fee structure. So, you know, there's been at least 100% change in our monthly, well, then there's been, so there's been probably at least a 200% change in our monthly, month over month returns in our business, just as a result of having become conscious of this law of attraction and being focused on literally having, having fun in the moment some of this is so difficult to explain because it just over it really does overwhelm you but when you when you think about it, it it makes so much sense yet it's so difficult to explain in finite terms but when you begin to really enjoy what it is that you're doing and you begin to make room for the success that you want to grow into and you you do the groundwork for what's necessary it's not as if all this happens absent any work on your part but it's just as if things open up in front of you. And it's absolutely incredible, Heather. And it really sometimes words fail you to, to place in finite terms how to explicitly lay out and, and take full credit for it. I did these five steps and it happened. It really, even for someone who who's, comes from an engineering background and, and likes to spell things out that way, it's an empowering thing. And yet it's so unempowering at the same time because you can't take complete credit for it. Some of it you have to just give credit to the law of attraction and how, how that works. Is it just about you being aware of the law of attraction or is all your staff aware of it as well? It's something that we are all aware of. And in fact, we are, it's an asset of our business at this point. I consider they're operating in a state of uh, gratitude, in a state of having fun. In fact, I have multiple times been in a place where we're in the midst of a, of a few potential clients and literally called a meeting and talked to some of our people and said, look, our primary goal here is to go in and have fun. And I think that that was more important than and if we go in and we leave and we've had fun for the entire time, whatever is supposed to have happened will happen. And it's not as if we walk into that meeting without a great deal of preparation and that from a intellectual resources, we're prepared for the moment or, you know, competitive and market research we prepare for the moment. But at the moment of playing the game, the most important thing that you can do is have fun playing the game, not uh, continue to scramble about trying to gather that last piece of competitive information. A number of my sales staff that make sales calls that, you know, have five-figure decisions weighing on them, quite honestly, have a song that they play prior to, prior to the sales call. And that there's, they have a song, you know, it's their song. And if, you know, if a song comes on the office and you hear it, you know, at some obnoxiously loud level of volume, you absolutely know who's about to go on an important call because you know that that's their song and that's what gets them juiced for that call. And it literally happens. So it's not, it's not something that we apologize for, uh, but, but that happens and, and it very much has happened uh, in the office and, and we, we very much realize the importance of that as much as having competitive information and huge lists and, you know, converting sales copy and all of that. But being in a good state is incredible. 
You can find Kevin Nations online at kevinnations.com. And I hope you've enjoyed the first segment of our interview, but it's not over. There's a full 200% more than what you just heard where we delve deeper into these success principles. To unwrap the full interview and get lots more tools for success, just sign up to become a Success Unwrapped member on any level you choose at successunwrapped.com members. This has been Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of Success Unwrapped, helping you to unwrap and discover your own potential for success. Until next time, keep unwrapping. I'm Heather Vale. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network at Blueberry.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com.